so since dropping yesterday's episode, my very first one, I've been trying to trying to figure out how do, how do I follow that up with my next episode. And it's been actually quite difficult because I gave a lot of information. I laid a lot of groundwork in that episode about my relationship with my husband and then the third person in our relationship. And the thing that I'm, I'm having problems talking about or trying to figure out what to talk about is where do I go from here? Because I laid so much information out there that I was in such a dysfunctional relationship that I was in a relationship that was mentally abusive. That, that I was, because of my situation and, and being desperate, I put up with the abuse. And the only thing that I know to go with is, is, is what now? I mean, my husband's been gone almost two years and I talk about the past because I want people to know that just because you're in a dysfunctional relationship that that you're in an abusive relationship, you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to succumb to what they say or think about you, that you're better than that. And for the longest time... I I think I bought into what they said because I did end up going to counseling and there for a while I was on medication because they said that I needed it. I bought into it that I thought I was going crazy because of the mind games, the the twisting of words, the the that's not what I meant to say, the and, and it plays a very active role in the way that I look at myself today because, because it, it still lingers because there was so much damage done. Even though that they're, both, they're both gone and no longer in my life, I think it still, it still affects the way that I look at relationships. And because whenever I talk to men, that whenever they come across as the... the my husband or the other individual, I no longer want anything to do with them because I won't, I won't be subjugated to that kind of relationship, I guess, anymore. But this much I do know that the favor that is upon my life, the divine favor that those two individuals were never supposed to be part of that divine favor in my life. That, yeah, I lost my job because of my husband. And that was a divine favor that I was there. But I allowed my relationship to become to come in between my career and my future. Would things have been differently if I would have not allowed that to happen? Possibly. I don't know the outcome of that. But this much I do know. 
that I was robbed of seven or eight years of my life that that I could have been out on the gay scene. I could have enjoyed being a gay man. I could have lived my life. But instead, instead, because of my situation, because of my circumstance, because of desperation, I allowed myself to get into a relationship that was never supposed to be anyway. That Michael, my husband, was nothing more than a leaf that I married. I, I had all these illusions going into my relationship and of what a gay relationship should look like. Boy, was I surprised. You couldn't get any more dysfunctional if you tried. And in fact, I think in a lot of ways, it actually <laughs> redefined it, to be quite honest. But through the years, I I saw a lot of things. I experienced a lot of things. And, not, and, and all of it was bad. Every bit of it was bad. But it was a learning experience because I have to believe that the universe has someone marked for me that one day that we will cross paths and that we will know that we was meant for each other, that maybe it's going to be another man that was in a, in a relationship just like mine was and that we can heal together and that we can talk through our problems, that we can grow and develop, that we can be more than what, def what tried to define us in our, in our prior relationships. I have to believe that because it, it's hope. And I think that's something that, that a lot of people are missing in their life is hope. That they give up, that they turn to alcohol and, and drug addiction, more specifically gay men. That they sleep around so much that they've lost any sense of feeling that they're not capable of love because they've done it so much. That they don't want to be tied down. That they enjoy being a single individual. And there's nothing wrong with being single. There honestly isn't, to be quite honest. I'm enjoying it. The problem is, is loneliness gets to me. I, I, I would love to cuddle up to a burly man every night and, and hold him and he can hold me. And we can sit there and talk and listen to each other breathe and make love and do all the things that a relationship is supposed to do. Be best friends. And... That's what I want for my life, but I can't have that until the time is right because I still got more work to do for myself. And that is what this podcast is about, is to, to discuss my, my issues that I have so that other individuals can relate and say, you know what, I understand what you're going through. I get it. That, that, that individual's not alone because within the gay community, we find ourselves isolated and alone. The moment that we want to start talking about our personal issues, then people scatter to the winds because they don't want to hear it. There's, there's this phoniness, this facade, if you will, within the gay community that everything's hunky-dory and, and it's nothing but good times and, and sleeping around and cocktails and dinner parties. No, that is not the gay life that I live. Nor is it with a lot of gay men that I know. It's a misconception. We're out here in middle America working, just trying to survive just like anybody else in this world. Day by day, 
We put on we put on our pants just like everybody else does. We tie our shoes just like everybody else does. We're in every facet of of the American experiment. Whether it be doctors, lawyers, uh, medicine, you know, rideshare, you name it, we're out there doing it. Construction. We're there. We're doing it. But see, people seem to miss that point. They think that we're all all florist and 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 hairstylist and makeup artist and whatever they business and accountants and things like that. No, there's there's gay men out there that you would never suspect that's gay at all because that's that's who they are. They're not going to try to pretend something that that they're actually not. I'm just a country boy. I live in the country. I'm sitting here watching my dogs play in the field right now. This morning, I was startled by a huge owl that was in in a tree next to the barn. I heard this funny noise, and I shined a light over there, didn't see anything. Then I heard some fluttering wings and landing on a branch, and lo and behold, there he was. Scared the piss out of me. I mean, I walk outside in the morning to warm my car up and you can see every star in the galaxy. But that's my life. I am a country boy. I have my moments, don't don't get me wrong. I, I I can be a queen, I can be a bitch. Lord knows, can I ever. But... What I'm trying trying to drive at is, it's through this podcast. I hope to to unravel the mysteries in my life, to to share my experiences as a gay man in Central Texas to the world, so that other gay men in rural areas can say, "Hey, I'm not alone. I'm dealing with this too." Whether it be relation relationship issues, trying to meet other gays, you know, trying to, trying to find someone that, that they might have, you know, something in contact, you know, common with to know that they're not alone, that they're, that they're not the only one out there living in isolation without anybody in their life. Then, uh, then unravel why too, what in my opening parts is what is it about me that people don't like? Is it the favor that's on my life? Is it like a, a beam of light that shine, shines out from all around me? Um, what is it that about me? Is it, is it because I'm too truthful, that I'm honest, that I stand up for what I believe in, and I don't sway one way or the other? That I'm not as hard-nosed as what a lot of people would think that I am, that I'm actually a human being? Though, that because, yes, while I stand and, and hold true to what I believe, I can see both sides of it. You know, it's a crying shame that I get along better with conservatives than I do liberals. And that's a fact. And I don't know why. With conservatives, you can argue about politics and then put that aside, have a beer, and enjoy life. With liberals, if, you're not, if you don't agree with everything that they have to say, <laughs> get ready for a fight. They'll block you. They'll they'll talk bad about you. They'll backbite you. They'll do anything. And this is something that I've learned through the years. 
but anyway, this is just, this is a shorter podcast. Um, if you happen to like it, please follow me. Please leave a comment. Uh, let me know, uh, that you're not alone out there. And I look forward to my next podcast. Thank you for listening to the shade of it all. And I am Robert.